uh, is so much in what you say and what I'm living. And it's so interesting. And it's what every one of the women teaches. Money follows your self-worth. And you think that's just a phrase, but it happens. When you believe in yourself and you know you have gifts that are worthy and worth being paid for. And even to say that is, is sometimes difficult for women. I deserve to be paid for my worth. That money is attracted to you and money is a, I don't want to say measurement, but I love what you're saying. It's a mirror and enough knowing you're enough and knowing you. I, I started the journey as I am money. I am money. And money is just love and money is all of it. And that sounds really airy, but guess what? It translates. I can be, I can honestly say doors open when I started changing my belief around that. Right. And so funny, my dad ran the Maryland Trust Company and I know nothing about finance. Like same thing. (laughs) Welcome to the Revelation Project Podcast. I'm Monica Rogers, and this podcast is intended to disrupt the trance of unworthiness and to guide women to remember and reveal the truth of who we are. We say that life is a revelation project, and what gets revealed gets healed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Project podcast. Today, I'm with just a beautiful, warm, amazing woman. And as you'll hear in the podcast, I kind of had this interview come out of the blue and made space for this impromptu episode because of the work that she's doing in the world and the urgency that I feel in getting the word out about her work. So I'm going to give a little bio, but as you'll hear as we move into the episode, I didn't yet have a bio. So she's going to describe a little bit more background about the actual project she's working on, but this is kind of her her past bio. So out of 250 applicants, Christy Frank became the star of season one of The Apprentice. She's well known for helping entrepreneurs start and grow their online businesses. She had a health and beauty business. And as a health and beauty guru, she appeared on every major network TV show from Oprah to The View, subsequently helping thousands of entrepreneurs transform their lives and businesses. So She's currently working on a project called The Millionaire Within Her, and it's not really about money, but it's about self-worth and women. So here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Project podcast. Today, I'm so excited to introduce you to Christy Frank, who's sitting in front of me with an awesome t-shirt that says, Femme... What's it say, Christy? Femme and fierce. Femme and fierce. So we already know she's a sister. And for our listeners, with full transparency, this interview kind of happened divinely choreographed, I think. I found out about Christy's work through one of my clients. 
And upon further discovery, got really excited about what she's up to in the world. And because she's about to launch what she's doing, I made space in order to really create this conversation today so that we could learn more about her and be part of her movement. So, hey, Christy. Monica, you are you are delicious and magic, and it so is divine timing. I can't wait to talk to you about all of this. It's so, so, so timely, and thank you for having me. You're so welcome. So I know that I typically read a bio, but what I wanted to do was just say, tell us about you. Like, tell us who you are. Well... You'll hear in my bio, but briefly, I created magic when I was younger. I was just being me and playing, and it led to big things. I was on the first season of The Apprentice, and it came from me just doing what I loved. I was I had a raw foods restaurant and real estate, and I saw a commercial to be on Donald Trump's The Apprentice, and I thought, hey, I want to learn real estate. And that was incredible. And it led me to Oprah and it led me to so many big things where to bring your work into it, where I was just authentically me. I didn't worry about how I was being or seeing. And then after the show, I got married and pregnant and slowly, slowly, slowly started losing myself. My ex-husband didn't want me to work, would tell me I was ugly. Mm. tell me I couldn't even get a job at the Gap. And I was a new mom. And so I believe that I had to just love my husband and be there for my son. And I just had to really shut down who I was. My voice didn't matter. My needs didn't matter. All I had to do was just love my family. And that was my role. And that was going to make everything okay. And 15 years later, I was sick and I was depressed. My marriage was horrible. And it means so many things. I just said, it's fine. It's fine. One day. And I kept thinking there's more. How could this be life? How, how could this be what, what we're supposed to be here for? And I remember it was two years ago and I came home. I took my son to my family for Christmas and I saw that my ex-husband was cheating on me and addicted to porn and drugs. And I said, finally, I'm worth more. Finally, that's enough. <laughs> you said the magic word, enough. That's, that's enough. Oh. Since that decision I made for myself, it was really a decision to say, I lost myself and I'm finding myself. And Monica, everything came back. I started being happy. I started being with my family. My joy came back. My passion came back. And I started to become who I was again. And I mean, my business came back. I hadn't worked for 15 years and everything kind of just opened up again. And about eight months ago, a friend of mine came to me and said, I want you to host a series about women and money, but I'm having trouble finding these women. And I said, 
Jeff, it's more than that. It's about women stepping into who they are. It's about stepping into their worth and their passion and, and just exactly everything that you teach. And that's what the conversation is right now. And then we can discuss money. Money is just an energy. Money is just here to serve us. And so this passion project, I am so, so, so excited that it's becoming a movement because it's what you teach. It's about women finally waking up to realize how, how there are voices need to be heard, our inner selves. Like we need to band together as sisters and realize that our worth needs to shine. And that's when we lift each other up. When we're shining and we're ourselves, that's where we can, we can solve all of these things. We can, we can band together and the world. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like kind of crazy globally, but. No, I, I so get it. It's feeling the charge, the energy, the possibility of that and knowing and trusting that actually women are awakening. Awakening women are happening everywhere and they're creating these small organic movements that are reaching other women and it becomes that other kind of virus, you know, that it goes viral because we're daring finally to show up for our own lives. We're daring to re-inhabit our bodies and we're daring to claim our birthright as sovereign feminine beings who deserve all of what life has to offer. And Christy, I want to go back to something you said because your story is so relevant and it's so powerful and it's so common. And and I know you said, let's not talk at all before we do the interview because there's so much we're going to have to relate to because you had dug into my work a little. And I, I felt like you were telling my story. I mean, and one of the things that I really recognized is that that invisible system of the patriarchy that kind of teaches us our gender roles. And here you were, you had had so much individual success before you even found true love, quote unquote, and then got married and like did the thing, like the fairy tale thing, where we meet the handsome prince, have the child, and then suddenly we're relegated to a certain role that has us force us forces us to fracture ourselves in order to be loved. And sometimes that happens for us as children. You were pointing back to the magic of who you knew you were as a child. Like that's who how you started. And I think that's true for so many of us. We know who we are, you know, and there that passage into maidenhood where we start to understand that the world is emotionally uninhabitable for us. And so we actually leave our bodies in order to survive because we that's when we start to recognize that being a girl in a girl's body that's now turning into a woman, now we're being objectified and treated a certain way and relegated to certain roles. And that stifles us. It puts out our fire. Yes. And as you mentioned, women everywhere are feeling this call to stop that, to, to step out and say, this is, that's enough. There's so much inner light. There's this like pulling forward that I feel of all my friends and sisters. We are stepping out into something new because it's not okay. And because now 
it's something in, in our bodies. I feel like my body's calling me forward and, and saying, you need to ground in yourself, take time and share your light with the world. And we weren't taught that. We were taught the opposite. We were taught to abandon ourselves. But we can feel it. You feel truth in your body. You feel truth. And now when I see, I have a new group of women that are incredible. This series has taught me to keep inspiring women around me because I feel it in my body. When I can share with you my light, you get excited. And when I see you in your light, you inspire me to when those times get messy, when it's hard, when we forget, you inspire me to remember. Mm -hmm. So it's all of us coming together and sharing this message and saying, listen, there's going to be those times where you forget, you're going to have bad days, you're going to, you know, there's life, but we are here together to all move forward, to heal ourselves and to shine that can change everything. It can. And one of the things that I love about what you're saying is there's also and I talk about this a lot on the podcast, is that there's a new way that women are setting, you know, space, brave, messy space to be together, really honoring and setting context around kind of shifting that old paradigm of how we were together and taught to be together in a patriarchal society, and now kind of pulling us ourselves into circles that are really so healthy and so holistic and so moving that like I'm learning so much because I'm finally not only am I trusting other women, but I'm most importantly, I'm trusting myself. Yes. And I, it's so funny. I wanted to share something. So it's a process. I started, I haven't been in the limelight like this in a long time. So it was scary. And to be interviewing women that I have their books on my nightstand table. These are women who we read and we, we aspire to, and they're really incredibly transformative leaders. And it was scary in the beginning to sit across and, and to play with them. And I've learned over all these months and in interviews that I can do it and I can stand and hold the vision and be part of it and play But then I woke up this morning. I'm done with all the interviews. I'm so excited. We are having you on series number two. We're so excited. But I woke up this morning and I was um, scared and feeling like, who am I? And I took a moment and listened to that voice. And I'm like, okay, little Christy, like it's still a process. And I'm doing big, huge things now and it's scary and I still have to take care of myself. And so I just wanted, like, it's, it's all of us talking about that, that that's okay. Like what you say about messy and brilliant and funny and, and all of it, like not perfect. Yes. It all gets to belong. Right. And Christy, I love, I love what you were just starting to say. It's okay. Little Christy or how you, cause because there's that piece because we can fall right back into the trance. So, because the trance was at play this morning, that trance of unworthiness, who am I? Who am I? You go back into the trance, you forget, you forget that when you're not, when we're not present, when we're kind of back into the wound, right? Of like, what happened? And who am I? And all the things that kind of really forced us to dismember, 
ourselves that forced us to abandon ourselves. It's okay. I love this message because it's okay to forget, but to also trust that we get to remember and that it's not about this arriving at some place where this doesn't happen anymore. It's more about recovering quicker and getting to the point where we can affirm ourselves and self-approve and just immediately put our hands on our heart and say, oh, little Monica, like precious you, you know, that you thought you were going to do this perfectly or without being scared. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to not know. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to be messy. All the permission. All of that and what I'm learning is it's so perfect because that is the doorway to your biggest and greatest gift. That fear and that scared and that that opening, having compassion and doing it anyway, like the fear is showing you a place you get to go create and you get to go get messy and big and it's it's bound, it's testing your old boundaries. So now I see the fear. Sometimes I'm like, yes, yes, I'm perfect. Okay. This is going to be fun. Having compassion for ourselves. Yes. And it's, ah, it's the breathing place. Oh, (laughs) sometimes I forget to do that. I know. I always say that. I'm like, oh, I forgot to breathe. There are always two things. I forgot to breathe or I forgot to laugh. Ah, I'm doing that right now. Um, so another thing, this is so crazy. So you pulled a goddess card for us this morning and it was about healing old. It was a miracle healing from ISIS. And after 15 years of a marriage where I had no voice and I put others first and I, it was really dysfunctional relationship. And Monica, I'm back in it and noticing, thank goodness, but I'm giving my power away. I'm doing all those things I know not to do. I'm doing all those things that take me down the path of what we're talking about. It's the wrong direction. And so it's so interesting. Like, it's just a journey. You just have to keep growing, growing and going. And we got like... I just want to tell everyone, we got you, like, keep doing it, keep growing, keep looking at those things. And look what happened. Like you gave me a miracle healing this morning where I can let it all go. (laughs) Let it all go. So I want to, I want to get curious about what you just said, because you said, so I'm doing it again. Do you mean like repeating patterns? Ah, and you don't, you don't have to share, but yeah, I'll totally share. I'm doing the, okay, so um, my coach told me last night, why don't you teach a class on how to be small and stay in a relationship and put the man first? Okay, so <laughs> I was like, okay, here's what you do. Here's exactly what you do. It, you say, hmm, you wake up and go, hmm, what does he want me to be today? Okay, he wants me to cancel my work calls. Okay. I can do that. He wants me to check my text 50 times a day. Okay. He wants me to not say what I need or what I want because I don't deserve to ask for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. He wants me to, I don't know, be sexy and, and, and take care of him. Like all these things that we do. Yes. I was asleep. I'm asleep. 
and what you're saying, I love Christy, because it's, it's so true. It's like the pattern comes up, but this is where, and I'm making the assumption that it's dating and the things, right? And getting back into it and noticing, but here's the beauty of it is like the noticing because it's the noticing that gets us back into alignment. Like, wait a minute, I see I've been here before. And this is what the universe does. It's like, are you sure? Right? Let's be let's let's give you some practice rounds before you really kind of like assert that again. And I think so many of the women I coach in the past have said, if I show him the true me, he'll run the other way. And I'm like, good, let him run. He's not for you. He's not for you. And it's it's that, and I have so many women, doesn't matter how how they know better, that it's the conditioning, it's the training ground, it's how we were enculturated. And so to catch ourselves in the act and right like you said go back to love and compassion and that it's okay for it to be messy and it's okay for us to change our minds and and say yes when we mean no and then and then change our mind and say you know what i said yes when i meant no and i actually meant no and no is a full sentence oh i love that no is a full sentence and that man that feels good and it's just about it, it. So it doesn't matter if it's your work or with your kids or with your friends or with your relationship. It's all the same conversation. It's all about who are you and where are you, where are you not listening to who you are? And we're always going to meet people that want us to dim our light in order for them to feel more comfortable. And when we do that, we're not doing a service to them and we're not doing a service to us. Because I think when we give ourselves permission to shine brightly, we give other people permission to do the same. And that's what we're up to. Like, that's what we're up to. If they could see me right now, my hands are out. My heart is open. Yes, 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 yes. And you said something about this project being given to you. So this, my project, this project that's come together was given to me. And I had someone tell me, Christy, you're, you're the conduit. You're the, you're just being a window. And Monica, if we're not, if we're not treasuring that and taking action and using all who, who gave us these gifts, if we're not using all our gifts, everything, who we are, to share this with the world, then we're doing the divine a, a disservice. Like, who are we to say no? Thank you. You gave me all this knowing, all this light, all this shine, all these gifts, and ah, uh, I really don't feel like doing this today. Like, it's such an f you. It's like so given, and we need to get to remember that. Yeah, I don't know how we messed that up in our minds. Like, we messed it up. <laughs> Well, we came by it honestly is always what I remind women is that we come by the trance on it's not our fault, but it is our responsibility once we know better, once we can see the context in which we've been trained to stay small and to stay voiceless, then that's when we have the responsibility to really transform our lives and go from trance to transcendence. And you also said something earlier, and I believe it's true, Christy, because we're all 
we're all kind of divinely led if we're allowed to be so. And you had said how the project came to you and how here you were sitting in front of all of these wise women who were basically teachers. And there's no doubt in my mind that the teacher doesn't appear unless the student is ready to be a teacher herself. And that water does seek its own level. And so you are uniquely suited to be with them and to, because your energy matches theirs. And there's a way that you have that magic something that is your unique genius that's allowing you to now tell their stories and amplify their stories and have transformation, not only for yourself in the progress of that happening or process, but also everybody who's going to touch this work that you've put together. And with that, I want you to tell us, what are you up to? What is this project you speak of? Let me talk in in sort of overview, like you said that, okay, so this project is so special because this is me the women are talking to. This, I needed my story. They're healing me. I attracted it because, because they're healing. I'm the number one person who needs to watch this series about women stepping into their worth. And okay, so let me tell you about the series. So it's called The Millionaire Within Her. And it's a docuseries with 45 of the most special, incredible teachers, leaders, I mean, we have, you know, many, many of them, some names, Lynn Twist, Marcy Shymoff, JJ Virgin, Sage Levine, Lisa Romano, she was 2020's most influential women, Natalie Jill, I mean, all these women, women, very aerial forward. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on. Every time I say my DNA is changed, every time I sat in front of them for an interview, my DNA is changed. Mm-hmm. I am not the same person who started the series to end it. it so it is, it is so special to me. And I'm so honored to have other women be able to listen to these greats to help us learn and change and grow. And they just by listening to them, you will change. You will be changed. Yes. So it's it's launching May 25th. We open the cart and it's a free docu-series. It's free. And it makes my heart sing. I'm so proud of it. And we've already said, Monica, you're part of number two because this <laughs> is mission. It is. It's it's so special and so important. And women have become you know, they share it and they say, oh, here's five other women who need to be part of this. We're natural connectors. And so it's become quite special. And I'm so, 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 so proud to have everyone listen to it. Me too. And I love, I love what you said earlier too. It's so true. Money is energy. And there's, there's so much around our self-worth and how we use money. And of course, the myths of money and the myths of scarcity that are all tied in, of course, to patriarchy and racism and capitalism and all the isms. There's another way to be with money. There's another way to use money. There's another way to spend money. There's an like money is a conduit. It's an energy. And if we use that energy in service to our soul work, then, and this is what I'm talking about for our listeners really is that, you know, 
It's so true that a lot of us as women are not necessarily motivated by money. In fact, money scares us. Uh, the conversation of money, often we were told, again, as part of our conditioning, that we aren't good with money. That's a big one. A lot of women were told, you're not good with money. You know, my father, bless his heart, he meant well, but he would say things like, you know, you're gonna bankrupt me or, you know, like as a, and here we were, like, I thought we grew up poor. He was a vascular surgeon, right? So like, I, I didn't know because of how just, you know, I was in so tunnel, like I didn't. And because I was a girl, he didn't spend time teaching me. No, And my mother didn't know. I mean, I remember him literally saying things to my mother, like, Mary Jane, just because you have checks in your checkbook, it doesn't mean that there's money in the bank. There's just all these ways in which like we're like a thousand tiny paper cuts. We start to believe that we're just stupid or unworthy or not capable. And these messages are so pervasive and that we take them in at a cellular level. And I think, you know, when I think about the word that you used earlier, which was enough, that's enough. There's also a way that this word enough is our word, meaning one of the stories I told most recently on the podcast was actually a story from Lynn Twist about how it's actually not only are we the birthers of the world and the great nurturers, but we're also the voice of enough for a consumer-driven culture. And that by saying enough and by believing too, like, because what what we see out there, we we have to kind of go within because everything is a mirror. Money is a mirror. Mm-hmm. Everything is a mirror for our own work that needs to be done. And so when I think about the fact that we really have to honor this, this, our own enoughness, like our own sufficiency in order to really then make an impact out there. And so what I'm always inviting us to do is to do our own revelation project as women, where we get to reveal and feel and heal and go to all of the places within ourselves that we've been taught not to go, because those are actually our power centers. And we were taught not to go there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's so much in what you say. And what I'm living, and it's so interesting, and it's what every one of the women teaches, money follows your self-worth. And you think that's just a phrase, but it happens. When you believe in yourself and you know you have gifts that are worthy and worth being paid for, and even to say that is, is sometimes difficult for women. I deserve to be paid for my worth. That money is attracted to you and money is a, I don't want to say measurement, but I love what you're saying. It's a mirror and enough, knowing you're enough and knowing you, I I started the journey as I am money. I am money and money is just love and money is all of it. And that sounds really airy, but guess what? It translates. I can be, I can honestly say doors open when I started changing my belief around that. Right. And so funny, my dad ran the Merrill Lynch Trust Company and I know nothing about finance. Like same <laughs> thing. Like what are our fathers teaching us? <laughs> well, and and again, like there's that unconscious 
sexism. And we love our fathers, right? Like I love my father so much. And he was so sexist in some of it. Like he didn't know that he was sexist. It was just the way he was trained too. It's like, oh, well, she's a girl. She doesn't need to know that. Because like he literally said things to me like, even though I got scholarships to art school, he was like, you're never going to meet a man that can take care of you in an art school, honey. So (laughs) I was like, ew. <laughs> Ew. Yes. Yeah, so we have to change that. So the first woman who was in the seat, she started saying, money is easy and being rich is easy. And I seriously was like, God's going to strike you down if you start talking about money like this. And it, and it really taught me everything. Money is our self-worth. Money is, it's okay to take care of yourself and to to want to serve more on a with all the money you have to do more to be more so money is now i'm seeing it the interviews change me money is the series is not about money it's about our worth yes and it's about passion and women stepping it's everything you teach the revelation project could be called the millionaire within her because it's all to get you back to who you are yes totally and that The beauty of everything that comes up for us to look at, that's the revelation project. So like when we start, you know, trusting ourselves like, oh yeah, money is flow. And then like, then we see ourselves suddenly being super scarce when there comes something to invest in. And we're like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot of money that reflects our self-worth. Like we're not trusting that actually the money that we give is not only honoring the woman or the man we're giving it to, but that it's going to give us a return on investment, that it's going to call us forward, that it's going to help us with our inner transformation. We can't, we can't start our transformation without stepping in, owning that that is our intention as we go. And so money can also be that intention that it's a symbol, it's an archetype. And so, you know, a lot of times when women are feeling that scarcity, and again, we've been trained in a consumer culture all around scarcity, it's always in the media. And so in order to disrupt the trance of unworthiness, which is part of that scarcity mentality, it's really about continuing to remember and remind ourselves. And when we forget being in a community of others who can remind us and help us remember who we are, because we're not going to do this alone. We were not meant to journey alone. And this is the power of this work. So what, what do we need to know to be there to support you to where's what's the network this great series is going to air on? Like, tell us the details. Well, I want to take a moment and breathe like what you just said, like, let's let it settle. Yeah. I just, I feel so grateful for this conversation, for all the women here, for what's changing in the world. You can find the docuseries at themillionairewithinher.com. And it's for a limited time, which is the only sad part. <laughs> it, um, you can open, a cart opens on May 25th and runs, uh, the series launches on June 8th. And the series is free to watch, but you kind of have to watch it quickly because it does go away. And it goes until I think June 19th. 
But the most beautiful thing is sign up anyway, if, if you're listening to this when you miss the window, because these are projects that we keep launching. This is a mission. So the millionaire within her will be back featuring you. And, and it's just something that's calling us forward. And it's so special and it will change you. It will change you when you listen. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to, to watch it, Christy. And what else, what else do you want us to know? Like, is there a special kind of, I don't know, something to keep in mind while we're watching it or anything else that you want to bring into the conversation that's either related or unrelated? Thank you for that. What I just thought of is that these women are incredible and they are out there with their vision, their voices. But what I want to say is that they are no different than, than anyone watching. There's nothing uniquely special. These women are special because they know they're special, Mm -hmm. but we're all special. And all of them started someplace. They all started from a journey back to themselves. And it doesn't matter if you're 12 or 99. Actually, I'm living to 127. So that's what you decided. Yes. I'm I'm living to 127. (laughs) So it doesn't matter where you are in your life. It just takes that first step. And that's all these women did is they took that first step. And so I just want to remind everybody, these are your sisters showing you the way. And there's such a community. Let's all just do it. Let's all just step into more and and make make our voices and who we are and shine. Everybody gets to shine. Everybody gets to shine. I love that. And it's true. You know, there's there's kind of like one of the things I love that's showing up in so many women's circle is like we're not here to fix each other. We're here to witness each other. We're here to celebrate each other. We're here to honor each other's path. We don't have each other's answers. And part of what I love so much about circling with women who understand this way of being together is that I get to be messy. I get to be magnificent. I get to be magical. I get to be all of the things and not have that diminish me that we're working through our stuff and we're unbecoming from all of the ways in which we were you know taught to be and i i want to keep reminding us that this is a practice and it's it's like all the things do all the things that we need to keep doing in order to stay in practice in order to keep disrupting the trance because when we think about how long we it took for us to be enculturated into this trance, we also need to think about how long it might take us to get out. Yeah. You know, and so it is a constant practice. But I love what you said about wanting to live to be 127. Because it reminds me of how cynical I used to be. Sometimes I used to literally wake up in the morning and be like, Ugh, another day, you know, like, I was so ready. I was so ready for I was not afraid of death. I'm still not afraid of death, but I had a very cynical way of being in the world at that time, kind of like, take me now, whatever, like put me out of my misery. I was so depressed every day and I kept, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? You know what was wrong with me is I wasn't, my voice was gone. Who I was was left behind. That's I know. the solution. 
that gives you waking up every day excited and passionate and in love. That gives you. And it doesn't all happen at once. This has been, I mean, I'm still reclaiming pieces of myself 11 years later, you know, and I'm like, oh, look at that. <laughs> you know, like, where have you been? And that part of that remembering process is just, <sighs> it's just remembering to breathe. Like, we've got this. We've got this. And it's, it's okay. It's okay if it takes forever. But the beauty is that we get to fall back in love with ourselves and we get to fall back in love with life. And I think, I think you've experienced this because I can just tell because of the way you shine is that when we allow ourselves to kind of go into this messy work of healing, that is where the magic happens. It's like, that's where revelation happens. That where we, that's where we start to be shown. That's where the phrase, you cannot make this shit up, comes from. Because you'll have these moments of serendipity that you like will put your hair on end and you'll be like, I cannot believe that this is the life that I didn't know I was capable of living because I was in hell. Like I always say, like, it's hysterical. We think hell is somewhere else. <laughs> it's not. Hell is the trance. And then when we, every time we bust through the trance, we get a taste of what heaven really is. And we're meant to experience heaven on earth. We're meant to do that. And the more of us that awaken to this possibility, the more of us that dare to believe in ourselves, the more of us are going to create heaven on earth. And that is our birthright. And so, Christy, I just want to thank you for your work in the world. I want to thank you for saying yes to the mass. I want to thank you for daring to believe that you are worthy of interviewing all of these great women who are our sisters in solidarity, who are going to help us find the millionaire within. Thank you so much, Monica. You are soul sister. We are connected. I can't wait to see just what happens when we just keep doing this. Thank you so much for what you do. It gives me so much joy, so much joy touching so many lives. Thank you so much. Likewise, likewise. And to our listeners, we'll have all of the links in the show notes. And until next time, more to be revealed. We hope you enjoyed this episode. For more information, please visit us at jointherevelation.com and be sure to download our free gift, subscribe to our mailing list, or leave us a review on iTunes. We thank you for your generous listening, and as always, more to be revealed.